0: Hey, it's Heritage, and you're welcome to Music Monday here at the Poetry of Dust. I believe that music is a portal to the soul. I also believe that words have the power to speak life or death, even without an accompanying melody. I'll be your tour guide as we journey through the land of symphonies and lyrics, uncovering themes that will not only breathe life into you, but set you ablaze. Fasten your seatbelts and let's go. Winner, overcomer, victor, conqueror, champion. These words are often used interchangeably, but when you hear them, they evoke certain imagery of battles won, of prizes being awarded, of efforts that weren't wasted. You imagine flower wreaths being placed on the head of an athlete at the Olympics while another drapes the medal over their necks. Everybody wants to win. No one really likes being the loser. I know I don't. It's been two years since I fell in love with running. And I have my best friend to thank because she basically strong-armed me into joining her on her frequent runs when we were in medical school. At first, I hated it. In fact, I would intentionally fake being tired or sore to avoid running. But eventually, I began to like it and later I grew to love it. Running has helped me test my limits enlarging my capacity and making me stronger. Initially, I could barely run half a kilometer without breaking out into a massive sweat and panting like my life was being emptied out of my body. However, with time, I began to build endurance. I started to push myself. If I could run 500 meters a day, I would attempt 800 meters the next and then i'll keep increasing the distance until i could almost run four kilometers without dying i didn't say without sweating (laughs) it wouldn't be pretty but i would do it that was a win for me mostly because i wasn't competing with anyone else it was me against my limitations mind over body and i intended to win that war however what happens when you're not fighting yourself but the world Day after day, we are fighting battles. Some are more serious than others. Chronic illnesses, some are physical, others are invisible. Some are even fighting joblessness or a boss at work who just always seems to be on their neck. For another person, it might be an incredibly tough course in school that you cannot seem to pass no matter how hard you try. There's just always that mountain that seems unscalable, lofty and impossible to conquer. A few weeks ago, we talked about the importance of not giving up because we don't fight alone. God is always on our side. You can think of today's episode as a continuation of that. What if I told you that the moment you stopped and stepped into a boxing ring, you were already guaranteed to win? And then your reply would be, well, now, heritage that's presumptuous. How could you possibly even know the circumstances surrounding my struggles? If I was supposed to win, wouldn't I have won by now? And then my reply would be, winning starts in your mind, my guy. Fix up. As believers, as sons of God, we don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. Do you know what that means? It means the battle's already won. All you need to do is believe and then act out the script our God has written. It says in 1 John verse 4 that you have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. As long as you believe in Jesus, then automatically you are qualified to conquer the world, not your local football pitch or the small corner store where you are running your side hustle, the world. We don't have the luxury of following in mediocrity. We are called to be a shining light in every capacity and not just spreading the gospel. God wants us to dominate in whatever sphere we find ourselves. We are his representatives and hence we are required. In fact, it was ingrained in our DNA the moment we were born again to be excellent. Enough is enough of saying you are not sure you are going to be able to overcome. Enough is enough of nursing small dreams, shoving those big ambitions into the back of our closets while they collect dust. I saw a quote somewhere that says, dream big and give God the bill. He can afford it. And honestly, it is so true. A lot of us are afraid of failure. That's why we don't step out of our comfort zones. Don't worry, I'm talking to myself too. Now all of us, they think I'm. A lot of times, I don't do the things God has called me to do because I'm terrified of falling flat on my face. Do you know how many times I wrestled with God about starting this podcast? But then, that's exactly what the devil wants. For us to be so afraid of losing that we neglect the fact that the battle has already been won. He wants to cripple us with fear and force us into obscurity, ensuring that our potential never sees the light of day. A few years ago, I entered a short story competition at the suggestion of one of my friends. I was scared, but a part of me was still kind of excited. What if I actually won? What if I actually got recognized nationally for my talent? I was craving validation from people that were not my friends and family. Maybe I was actually a legitimate and talented writer. But then the results came out, and you guessed it. I lost. In fact... I wasn't even considered in the top 10. He choked. (laughs) My confidence took a beating that week. I remember feeling talentless, ordinary, and mediocre. I had worked so hard on that short story, poured my heart and soul into it, and I lost. What was the lesson in this? Like, God, if you call me a winner, why did I lose? It was hard for me to find the will to write after that. In the wake of disappointment, I was lost and sad, feeling like the rug had just been pulled out from under me. However, like lights piercing through the dark, he spoke to me. What appears like a failure isn't necessarily a loss. It becomes a loss when you let it keep you down. I hadn't won the competition, but in the process you could say I had gained thicker skin. Whatever validation I had been looking for, I found it in the right place, and that was in God. He was the one who gave me this gift, who created me to yield my mind to him, just so I could write what he wanted, and that experience gave me a win. It further strengthened my resolve. I had lost the competition, yes, but had won something even greater, a renewed sense of purpose. I started to believe what the Bible says about the righteous in Psalm 1, 1, 2, verse 8. Their hearts are secure, they will have no fear, and in the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. The devil had wanted to keep me down by my apparent loss, but I had gotten back up and triumphed, my heart secure in God, who had a brighter future planned for me, and my eyes were fixed on what was ahead, not behind. I may have lost the physical battle, but I had won spiritual war. Do you see where I am going with this? All these obstacles, your past failures, they were just skiffs in the face of the actual war. They also taught you to rely on God for your victory, as it says in Proverbs 21, verse 31. And let me tell you something. Christ has already won the war. Romans 8, verse 37 tells us, No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. You are more than a conqueror. You triumph because God has said so. His love has given you victory over everything, even though you might not see it yet. He is the one who goes with you to fight against your enemies, and he will not fail you or abandon you. He is not a coward who runs at the slightest appearance of danger. It is something we can boast about, that his record is infinity and zero, and that win is never by a small margin. He doesn't win shabby liu. God always gives his enemies gap a wide breadth that they cannot cross no matter how hard they try the children of israel could testify to this when they crossed the parted red sea and pharaoh's army chased after them when they thought it was finally over and they would be taken back to egypt the waters went back to their original form sending the horses and riders into the sea god doesn't just win he wins gloriously you want to know something cool because we are his children we can win gloriously too. In fact, the moment we yield to the power of his Holy Spirit, like in the song Undefeated by Torrin Wells, we'll be singing No Ls all year long. Get it? No else. The carol, No well, the Christmas song. Pretty cool, right? Please give KB his flowers. The rapper is a wordplay king. I'm sorry for digressing. <laughs> Words excites me. Anyway... What's that thing that people said can't be done? That thing that people say cannot be achieved? Oh, you have a family. How are you going to combine three kids, a career, and a ministry? How do you expect to get an A in that demonic costs? A guy, you can't drink big old. No person of your race has gotten a job in such a prestigious firm. Shouldn't you try somewhere else to be safe? I want you to look the naysayers in the eye with your chin up and your back straight full of holy confidence and say have you met my God? He has already won. All I need to do is show up. Ah I'm so pumped. As believers we can do the impossible because with God all things are possible. His matchless grace do exploits is visible in Christ. That makes us partners in his endless triumph. It is not in God's nature to stop winning. Hence, it is not in your nature either. If God says it, that settles it. Night cannot whisper away what he has spoken over you in the light. God has called you a winner man. It's time to act like it. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to check out our carefully curated playlist so that the seeds that have been sown will grow and blossom all week long. Please follow us on Twitter at Poetry of Just Pod and Instagram at Poetry of Just Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review or three. It will be such an amazing way for you to show your support. Thank you and see you next week.